Today is Tuesday, July 28th, 2020, and this is episode number 15, Continuing Education During the COVID Pandemic. If you'd like more information about who I am, what I do, my books, YouTube channels, and podcasts, visit my website at lindamchenry.com. The podcast page also offers you the opportunity to submit questions for each week's Q&A section of the podcast or to request a guest spot. You might also want to check out my book, Taking the Mystery Out of Business, which discusses what I view as the nine fundamentals for professional success. You can find it on Amazon in paperback and as ebook. And today I have a special treat for you. I have a guest, Pam Reese, who is the Vice President of Continuing Education and Certification Training at AD Banker and Company. Welcome, Pam. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you. I'm glad you are. Pam and I have known each other for about 10 years. And we've been, we work together, putting together continuing education courses over at AD Banker, and they offer online CE, self-study, and webinars. So Pam is familiar with what's going on in all the states and how the COVID pandemic has affected uh, not only proctoring of insurance CE exams, but also in obtaining license renewal extensions for people who are unable to complete their CE. So she's going to share some of that with us. So Pam, why don't you start telling us about the, the proctoring of exams? Well, as you know, Linda, um, over half of the states require continuing education exams to be monitored by a disinterested third party or some variation thereof. Uh, whether it be a licensed producer, it can't be somebody that's related to you, it can't be somebody who lives with you. Uh, and those two factors alone made the lockdown situation quite problematic for people that wanted to have their exams monitored because they couldn't find somebody. They weren't supposed to have contact with anyone that didn't live with them, mm -hmm. you know. So um, this created an immediate problem for insurance producers to be able to get their uh, continuing education credits recorded with the state. And many states came out right away with all kinds of the departments of insurance were sending out memos three, four times a day to different providers, letting us know what they were extending, what they were renewing. And one of the very first things that they, uh, many states, not all states, but many states uh, that they extended or waived or made other accommodations for was having your continuing education exam monitored by a disinterested third party. Some of them waived it. Some of them created a slightly different situation where you had to sign a legal attestation to, I swear I didn't cheat, kind of a thing. <laughs> um, yeah. And then other states, and ours is one of them here where, where the AD Banker Home Office is in Kansas, is they developed over the weeks that the lockdown continued, they developed remote or virtual proctoring, which is kind of unique. I won't say that it's the ideal situation because it does, it has a lot of, of um, specifications with it and requirements mm -hmm. in that you have to be totally uh, mobile, your camera. So if I was proctoring you, Linda, taking mm -hmm. an exam, I'd say, okay, Linda, I have to be able to see your camera. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to be able to see you. Now show your driver's license to me front mm -hmm. and back. Now, I want you to take your camera and do a 360-degree panoramic view. I need to see under your desk. Really? <laughs> really. <laughs> right. Wow. Oh, my God. So, word. you know, who knew, who knew you had to clean up your space before you had that exam monitored? But, you know, those kinds of – those kind, there's not very many states allowed for that. They, it goes through, say, Zoom, like 
uh, what you're using. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could use, you know, Google Hangouts, whatever it is that had a video component to it. Um, but other states, you know, just waived it completely. And the key state there, I think, out of all of them was probably New York. Mm-hmm. New York requires an approved monitor. And in most situations, that was an expense because most of them don't do it for free. Right. So waiving that was huge. So what do you see moving forward then where some people are going back to work, but others aren't? Well, you know, just this week, uh, we're expecting several of the state extensions. The first extensions expired, say, May, Mm -hmm. and then they were extended out another six to eight weeks. So some of those extensions are set to expire July 31st. And even today, we've had a couple come in uh, pushing it out to the end of September. Nebraska, I just moments ago had a an email from our compliance supervisor saying Nebraska pushed theirs back out too. So that's kind of what you're expecting them just to, to, to push it out and make continue the exceptions for the next little while. I am really, you know, the, the alternative is trying to get your neighbor to come to your porch and watch you through your window or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and if your neighbor is your brother, then forget it. You have no one. Exactly. You know, what about people who don't have the technology? What about people who have a computer, but they don't have a camera? I mean, you can't buy a camera now. So it's... No, you certainly can't. It's really tough. Right. It's really tough. So now what about people who have... So so here we have this situation. What if we have somebody who can't have their exam monitored or for, for some other reason, they haven't completed their CE within their their compliance period is their license going to expire or are there you know are the states allowing for exceptions for that some states are allowing exceptions for that and they're handling it on an individual basis they've also pushed back the renewal dates for continuing it much the same way that they've done uh renewals of driver's license uh-huh. uh, property tax things any any state that required in-person or paper representation to renew something, a certification, a license, whatever, um, they are extending those out. So a lot of CE has been, some have even waived it through the end of the year. Wow. I mean, that's pretty good. I know that happened to me with my driver's license and I was able to get my real ID. And, and, And again, some, I know some businesses and entities are being very cooperative and others are making it difficult. So it's good to hear that people who have their insurance licenses aren't going to lose their license. Because I mean, here in the insurance industry, we're able to work we're able to provide services. And I think that just, you know, exactly. helps everything. Well, I thank you so much. Yeah, and as, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think that one of the residual positives out of this is going to be that these changes have forced, have forced state governments to roll into this century of digital digitization. Because a lot, some of them still require paper applications for licensing. Some, you know, all of those was hangover things that states just hadn't quite shored up and swept into the, the current century. Right. They didn't make <laughs> the final push, but now. now they have to. And we're seeing that in a lot of other industries to. too. But that's good to know that it's happening exactly. in the insurance industry. Well, I thank you so much for taking time from your busy schedule. I know you're just back from vacation to share all this information with us. I hope you'll come back again when you have other new, exciting information to share. Absolutely. I will. Thank you for having me, Linda. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Once again, folks, if you'd like to learn more about me and what I do, or you'd like to find all my podcasts, YouTube channels, and blog, visit my website at lindamchenry.com. Remember, clueless is a dangerous place to be. Tune in next week as we investigate more insurance mysteries.